0: believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah the Son of God
1: bless the Lord and welcome to for Zion's sake we thank you for joining us with the Volks my name is Shelley
2: and my name is June hi everyone
1: it's good to be with you as we conclude the study of this week which is really talking about the nature of Jesus that is both the eternal nature and and the nature that we know of from reading the scriptures as he was the incarnated God born in a supernaturally natural way here on earth. And the scriptures that we were focusing on, one from Micah and one from Isaiah. For example, Micah 5, two says, But you, Bethlehem Ephratah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from old, from everlasting. So we see the birthing of Jesus on the earth and also the fact that his goings forth are from everlasting. Then we looked at uh, chapter 11 in Isaiah, which says, Then a shoot will spring from the stem of Jesse, and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. So again, we see... The intermingling of the eternal nature of Jesus with the actual birthing of God incarnate. And our our thinking throughout this, I should say, we believe that too many people just look upon Jesus uh, and learn of the 33 or so years that he walked this earth, but overlook the fact that his goings forth are from everlasting and his future is everlasting. And we spoke about many scriptures actually from the New Testament, Juni, if you recall, about the eternal nature of Jesus being seen. For example, in John 1, the Word of God says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Interesting, the New English Bible translated it this way When all things began, the Word already was. The Word dwelt with God, and what God was, the word was, hallelujah, Jesus is the word made flesh.
2: And the Torah, Shelley, Genesis 1-1, really. begins with Barathees Bora Elohim, in the beginning, God. And if we take that, that statement, in the beginning, God, and understand that Jesus was there because John Also, the Gospel of John states that nothing that was created was created without him. Amen. So he is our creator, and that's why we see him as the eternal God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the almighty God.
1: Hallelujah. Well, we spent time yesterday looking at uh, chapter 11 of Isaiah and uh, talking about his natural birth. God goes on to talk about the end times and then back in, uh, uh, looking forward, I should say, in verse 10 of Isaiah 11, it says, Then it will come about in that day, which of course speaks about the last days, that the nations will resort to the root of Jesse, who will stand as a signal for the peoples and his resting place will be glorious. So it starts with a natural birth, but it talks about the end time glory that Jesus will bring to the earth upon his return. Well, the same thing is true in Micah. And we just read Micah five two. But Junie, when we look back at chapter four in Micah, we see the same thing. Uh, In five, he's talking about the natural birth, but in four, he talks about the glory, and it's we can talk about eternity, future. Listen to these words in Isaiah and Micah four, which also appears in Isaiah two. They both prophesied about the same time in the eighth century B.C. Micah chapter four, beginning in verse one. And it will come about in the last days, again, that's in Hebrew, it's Bacharit Hayamim, in the last days, that the mountain of the house of the Lord will be established as the chief of the mountains. It will be raised above the hills, and the peoples will string to it. And many nations will come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, and to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us about his ways, that we may walk in his paths, for from Zion will go forth the law, and from Jerusalem the word of God. And he will judge between many peoples, render decisions for mighty distant nations. They will com- they will then they will hammer their swords into ploughshares, their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not lift up sword against nation, and never again will they train for war, and each of them will sit under the vine and under his fig tree with no one to make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. So we see, Junie, this, uh, you know, the prophecies don't come in chronological order, but the prophets of old didn't distinguish between his first coming and his second coming. And it's just amazing how they're mingled together. And we, as God's people, I believe, have missed out on understanding the enormity of who Jesus is, that he just... He didn't exist just to walk 33 years on the earth, but he was from the beginning, and he'll be there till the end of time.
2: And the truth that he is the eternal God, there is a division um, of his first and second coming in the prophets in that they talk about a suffering Messiah and then a victorious Messiah. And um, we see that in Jesus's life that his greatest victory was going to the cross and becoming a curse for us, that we might become the righteousness of God because of his resurrected life, living in every believer who loves him and lives for the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and for his purposes. So what you're saying is true in the prophetic uh, sense of prophet, prophecies not coming necessarily in chronicle, chronological order but when the Lord opens up our eyes I believe it's very clear of um, the suffering Messiah from Psalm two, uh, 22 and Isaiah 53 and so many places in um, uh, Isaiah um, and the Psalms right. and really? yeah. But uh, seeing Jesus as the eternal God as um, Christians, um, it's like far and few and in between because if we see um, Jesus as the Holy One of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, then we love his law, we love his ways, and we trust him in and through all things.
1: It's really true. And, you know, Junie, just looking at the book of Micah, it's really a word for today because throughout the book, um, while showing the sins of the people and the judgment that was coming, what is also revealed in, in is God's commitment to his covenant promises. And we see that the prophets... Uh, heard from God and I believe one of the things lacking in the church today especially in America is the prophetic voice that must come forth from the church and just as the prophet spoke about what shall be we need a prophetic voice to come forth from the church to talk about what is to be and again this is something we need to keep in mind in these last days where it seems chaos and uh right uh what am I saying lawlessness is so prevalent But through divine intervention, the Lord is going to bring about both judgment on sin and blessings on those walking in righteousness. So in the midst of what Micah wrote regarding the birth of Jesus, the root out of Jesse, we need to understand that God is coming back as judge of this earth. And yet we cannot ignore the fact and uh, too often we don't look upon Jesus as coming back to judge the earth, but he's coming back to judge, which is really an exhortation for all of us to be prepared. And when you look through Micah, there were three distinct times when he warned the people and said, hear me, hear me. And here, of course, in Hebrew is Shema. So not only do we have to hear, but we have to obey.
2: Yes, Shema. And to hear.
1: Um... Yeah. Shema, hear, and obey? Is that what you're talking about? All right, let's go on then. If you think about it, Junie, please say so. So we need to understand that we are in perilous times and that prophetic voice from the church must come forth, recognizing the judgment to come. But also recognizing the blessing of the Lord for those who walk righteously.
2: And it just came to me, Shelley. I'm glad that, thank you. <laughs> that God will also judge Israel. Yes. But the prophets warn us that the nations will be judged according to how yes. they treat Israel
1: according to the Prophet Joel, yes.
2: And it's so important because Israel belongs to God. And if we touch Israel, if we touch the Jew, we touch the apple of his eye. And just recently, the resolution 2334 that was passed by the United Nations has started a, um, a, what, a process that could follow through against Israel belonging to the Jewish people, which goes against the word of God. So we need to be wise to know the word of God, to know the eternal Lord, and to understand the Jewishness of Jesus. He was born a Jew. He lived as a Jew. He died as a Jew. He's coming back as king of the Jews. Amen. He was born as king of the Jews. And it said over the cross. And how many languages? Three. Three. languages jesus the king of that's the Jews. right amen and he's coming back as king of kings and lord of lords but we need to remember his love for israel and pray for our jewish people
1: amen uh in the last chapter of micah for example junie micah 7 verse 20 it says you will give truth to jacob and mercy to abraham which you have sworn to our fathers from days of old so we need to see that israel will be redeemed they will fulfill their holy calling to be a blessing to all nations. And the king of the Jews, as you just said, will return to this earth and rule as king of kings and lord of lords. His goings forth are from eternity past and to eternity future.
2: And Israel has become a blessing to all nations because Jesus is the Messiah, the son of God yes. and the savior of Of the world. He saved the nations, the ones in the nations who have turned to the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, and serve the Lord with all their heart and know that Jesus is the Messiah.
1: Amen. So we pray that if you've heard all these messages this week, that you'll be more aware of the eterni the eternal nature of our Messiah who was and is and is coming back to rule and reign.
2: And that's what our people didn't see that the messiah would be deity amen and we need to pray that god would open up their eyes
1: well this being friday we want to identify ourselves with our jewish kinsmen and recite the shema and if you know it please say it along with us shema yisrael adonai eloheinu adonai echad hear O israel
2: the lord
1: our god
2: the Lord, Lord is one. one.
1: Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And peace shall come when the Prince of Peace shall return to this earth. In Yeshua's holy name.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252,